the movie franchise for Shaft, the character, actually has a total of five movies. The first three, Shaft, Shaft's Big Score, and Shaft in Africa, were released in the early 70s and featured Richard Roundtree as John Shaft. The fourth installment, released in 2000, featured Samuel Jackson playing Richard Roundtree's son. And then the fifth, released in 2019, featured Jesse Usher and Samuel J as Samuel Jackson's son. And they all take place in New York City, and they all are now a part of this ginormous franchise of the Shaft franchise, which is definitely considered a classic. But does it really deserve this designation? Well, this is The Right Perspective, the podcast that reviews TV shows and films that are considered classics by the world or by one of us, and then we decide whether it deserves that designation. Today, we are going to discuss the Shaft film franchise and then decide whether it gets one, two, or three afros. Take it away, bro. Who is the man? <laughs> <laughs> and no one understands but his woman. Chef! <laughs> Can you dig it? <laughs> it's so good. Man, that, that hi-hat. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> man, we're good at making music sounds with our mouths. Man, we're so good at it. It's so good. Mm. Like right. butter. Oh, like butter. <laughs> I am stressed out already. <laughs> on this podcast. But my name is Aubrey Wright. I'm the oldest. I'm Janiya Wright. I'm the middle. And I am Brittany Wright, and I am the youngest. <laughs> and and I, I picked our movies for this, this episode because, like, <laughs> I, have, I have always been, like, wanting to better understand, like, the whole black exploitation era. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even, like, even that term black exploitation, I didn't understand it. And so this shaft was really for me, you know, born in the 80s, you know, an introduction into black exploitation films, which really was a 70s, an early 70s phenomenon. So um, I, 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 I love these movies. I don't know. What, did y'all did y'all enjoy them? Yes. Oh, now, God. I don't know if I even believe you, Brittany. You sound, <laughs> you sound real shady. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy them. <laughs> Man, and it's well, only five. I wish it was more. I wish there were more I'm sure of them. It seems like they're set. set well, I, I, I didn't ever look up how the last one did, but I'm sure if the last one made money, that though, I mean, because they set it up for it to kind of be universal. They really did. So yeah. I, I think as long as it made money. Um, the... For, for me, the original three, this was the first time I've seen them. Um, the latter two, I've, I've always been some of my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. um, the, the uh, you know, Samuel Jackson and, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. But those two have already been some of my favorite movies. But um, the, I've really enjoyed the first trilogy i guess it is or the first three yeah and um i could tell 
that if I saw the movies in the seventies, I probably would have enjoyed it more, you know, cause, cause it's great to watch now, but I can only imagine what it was like watching it. Right. Um, yeah. Back then. Yeah. Like it, it, it was probably a whole different situation that, that we can't even begin to really understand. Yeah, because yeah. We, you know we we weren't in that. So, but uh, yeah, but yeah, I definitely. Uh, it wasn't hard for me to get through through any of them. Yeah, yeah. So, what about here. you, sis? I, yeah. Well, I will tell you at some point, and that's probably just me on a personal level. Uh, <laughs> I was struggling to get through probably the very first one because <laughs> it was like eh, I felt a little slow at first, but. What I appreciated was this black power right. that, <laughs> that Shaft had, that Richard Roundtree had, um, this dark-skinned man, Afro, I'm not listening to the law, I am the law. Um, even how the opening scene in the very first Shaft, where there was a man that walked up to him trying to sell him a stolen watch um, and instead of you know doing what a police officer may do is you know hey I'm a police officer like try to arrest him he kind of let him know I'm a police officer the guy was like oh and like he got a chance to leave he didn't take it in a sense of I'm not trying to hurt the black community I am trying to help us in the mm-hmm. way that I know how mm-hmm and you know what, sis, you, you just set up a, a perfect, like, natural segue to this little um, paragraph I wanted to read from BFI, um, where basically they're explaining the black exploitation genre. Mm-hmm. And they say, you know, much like American society in the early 1970s, the country's film industry was experiencing its own period of upheaval, turbulence, and insecurities regarding the future. And one subgenre to emerge was black exploitation cinema. And this is after the rise in independent filmmakers, producers, and distributors, and the changing audience demographics, which ushered in a new era of movie making. Emerging out of the civil rights and black power movements and aimed squarely at young city-dwelling African-American males, this was the first real explosion of, Afri- of American cinema dominated for, by, and about communities of color. And so there was definitely like a very intentional pro-blackness yeah. in there. You saw that, yes. you know, and you knew that and you felt it. And it was so good. And so, Britt, you pointing out that that Black community was at the center of all of these movies, I just agree 100%. Mm-hmm. It was so, it was so clear. And I mean, and there were, some of the stereotypes in these movies were, to me, a little problematic. Some of the tropes. Sure. But well, overall, well, it was like black community. Well, um, when we did Star Wars, you had written uh, overarching uh, summer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, but in this one, you've written, right, you've written one for each. Yes. So since you wrote it that way, do you just want to go one by one real quick? Yes. So you read one, we'll talk about it. Then. That's a good idea. Okay. Okay. That's I perfect. can dig it. <laughs> Damn right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. In the first movie, Shaft, 
called Shaft in 1971. Shaft is hired by a Harlem mobster named Bumpy Jones. And I love that his name was Bumpy. Thank you so Listen. much for his name being Bumpy. Named Every Bumpy Jones, right, to find his daughter, Marcy. Bumpy is into drugs, numbers, et cetera. And so Shaft is hesitant to help him, but eventually takes the gig. It turns out that Marcy was kidnapped by Italian mobsters that have a bone to pick with Bumpy. And Bumpy uses trickery to get Shaft actually hooked up with a group of black revolutionaries so that Shaft would have the army, the quote unquote army that he needed to go against those Italian mobsters. And they do eventually get Marcy back, but not before Shaft like sleeps with like many women, black women, <laughs> white women. Um, he plays like a cat and mouse game with the police, but he ultimately does, um, you know, get Marcy back and turn the Italian mobsters over to the police. You know, so those, that's the overarching storyline, you mm. know, but as the first time watching it, it was just like, cause I personally, I had already knew the, like I knew the Shaft music, you know, mm -hmm. and I knew mm -hmm. the Shaft mystique of like a fine black man in a leather coat, like traipsing through the city, saving all the people. Like I knew <laughs> the mystique, but to actually watch I him. I shout out to Shaft, <laughs> clearly only ever being in the winter time because. Girl, he was wearing some leather. That's he the only time. That's the, the only time only he time. fights crime. That's right. <laughs> he, yeah. he, he fights crime in the fall and the winter only. And <laughs> the, the, uh, watching it with, with your, um, we'll, and we'll talk about this. I'm, I'm curious about this a lot. How we see things that, you know, now versus how we may have looked at it back then. Yeah. But um, do you consider him like sexy, like a, like a sex symbol. Mm. You know, I, I would have considered him as a sex symbol back then. Um, not right now. Like not uh, right now. You know, well, but you know what? He would fall under the how people look at Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington is older, but people think he's handsome and demure. You know, like. But but he's not I older. Think, I, I'm I'm talking about. I, I'm not like, talking about him now. I'm saying. <laughs> Looking at 1970s Richard Roundtree, Richard Roundtree, right. like <laughs> the was it 270s for you, or was he still a sex symbol? He was still cute, yeah. I, I would say he was bad mother, shut your mouth. Because, uh, <laughs> listen, he was still cute, he he was was still cute. cute. And, and I have to say, knowing but, it, but it wasn't, but it wasn't like, like Will Smith. Running with a shirt off in Bad Boys. Oh, oh listen, listen. Why it wasn't there? Listen, listen. Here's hold what you, on. Here's what you Here, need to hold know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Whoa. Hold on. Whoa, whoa. We're we're comparing my favorite actor. Oh I'm literally married to him. Him, Jade, and I were in a polygamous relationship. What are you it. saying right, right now? You cannot. I'm just getting, I, well, the, I, I, the first thing you need to know, if I had been alive at that time, I would have also been wearing a black turtleneck and a black leather jacket. I would have been a revolutionary. In fact, I might have been an extra in this movie because I would have been there to show them how the revolution actually works. Okay? So it will be televised. Yes, that's right. And so listen, I, I thought he was fine in this movie. And I definitely, oh, okay. I definitely thought he had all of that movie sex appeal you want. Okay. 
And so, yeah, gotcha. he, he was still working for me decades later. Okay. I was just curious. About yeah. That. No, it worked for me. <laughs> no. That nice, I that, I, that nice, neat fro. What you, what you said? That nice, neat I, fro? <laughs> I think, but if we took the literal Shaft character from the 70s and put him now, he wouldn't look like that. I would still think he was handsome, but he wouldn't have like this Afro and bell bottom situation no, happening. No. But just his swag, yes. I liked him. I thought he was cute. What what no, I, have I, was, gone, I was, what I have gone to the movie just based on his fineness back in 1971, the answer is yes. If yes. that's the you question know, I, you're I asking. Guess, <laughs> I guess I guess what, what when we were when we were not kids, when we were younger. And um, and when Bad Boys came out, seeing Janelle react to Will Smith, I felt like was the benchmark of women <laughs> reacting to, <laughs> to because that that scene when he was running across the bridge transported Janelle somewhere else. So <laughs> when we're talking good. about when we're talking about sex symbols, I was just curious. Yeah, you know, like because. I bet when those movies came out, mm-hmm. Richard Roundtree got the oh, absolutely, without oh, without a doubt, and without I, a doubt. You know, and I was just curious if any of that. Let me tell you something. Moved over because, like, it translates, right? I know after that movie, whatever retailers sold black turtlenecks, their sales went through the roof the following weekend. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> every you know, man probably wanted to be Shav so bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and what was so good about him was he because what they managed to do is to make him be not only community oriented, but also like this like he was this 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 combination of like I'm a lover, but I'm also a a gangster and it's like it's like i think like that to this day is like the action movie hero like that's what the sexy action hero man is he's someone that's so bad he's good you know and he's, <laughs> he's he's aloof you know? yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah i'm just can't it's natural I'm, abilities that make me excellent yeah, at fighting crime yeah. it's not something you can go to school for i mean i was born with this now would Shaft the character be able to come and holler at me? No, because <laughs> I would know what he was like in the streets, and I would be no. That's okay. I'm all right. Well, let, let's talk about the the actual like quality of the movie because I want to tell you all. I'm just going to keep it 100 percent real. I had a very low expectation. Part <laughs> of it is that when I when I just think of movies from this like the 70s I just don't think they're going to be great in terms of like I don't know why I feel that way but I just feel like the quality is not going to be there especially knowing that these films were independent films I just didn't expect it to be a well-rounded really thoughtfully done great characters great scenery but it was actually and in my opinion, I would love to hear what y'all think. In my opinion, it was an excellent movie. It was absolutely, because there are some movies you see right now that are independent movies and they are so good. You wish it got the funding of a blockbuster. And then mm-hmm. there are some independent movies where you're like, yeah, Lifetime is good for you. Um, but, this, <laughs> but this to me was clearly a big screen movie. 
everything about it to me was excellent. I thought the writing, I thought the acting, I thought even the way that they had it based in like New York and um, he's running through Harlem and Greenwich and um, the, these, the characters, like even Bumpy, his character was so well written and so well portrayed. It was just excellent. I mean, did y'all and- feel that way? Like just like the quality level being really, really high. And I think Bumpy as a gangster, I think he's in other movies. Mm. Like his that character. You like or, or but yeah. Well no, I mean there I mean that was his name. Um but Janai asked a question. I thought you were about to answer. Oh, oh, sorry. You just completely disregarded. So sorry. That was a random thought about Bumpy's character being in other movies as a gangster. So sorry about that. Um, Stay focused, Brittany. Um, So I, you know what I was, I was, I had a low expectation as well because of where technology has gone. Mm -hmm. However, I still love the action that was in there. And I still loved the characters and how they were nuanced and even just certain things that they kept that were very um, authentic, Mm -hmm. like how they always respected um, an older woman that was in the movie, an older black woman that was in a movie. Like I just, I did appreciate that about uh, the, the movie. So yeah, I had a little expectation for how it was, but, but that's only because we're in 2020 movies how they're produced have are way different yeah think about what shaft would look like now in well you you know know what it would look like now because right Right. well yeah yeah but but just thinking of that actual movie what it would look like now like Mm -hmm. the it would the the things that were happening how would it look when he was jumped into the window to get the girl and you know it's stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, so. the, yeah, the the I mean, you can think about definitely that thought process comes along whenever you're watching an older movie. But the point, but seeing it in the way it would be shot right now, the movie would still have to be based in whatever timeline. Sure, because the plot wouldn't make sense based right. on the the technology sure. that's available. But I'll say that I it definitely was better than I anticipated as well mm-hmm. in terms of production quality. And um, I really like how they presented this 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 guy. I, I really love how they created this character. And I could see how, because, <clears throat> and um, I'm definitely not trying to go down a rabbit hole with this, but I like how he uh, presents in a way that a lot of people would describe as like toxic nowadays. But at the same time, they did it with him being an extremely principled person. And, um, and, th- and I feel like that's good because, you know, there's, there's more than one way to be a principled man mm-hmm. and um i felt like he's he does it the way he's doing it you know what i'm saying and uh just a person who 
has felt like a black sheep most of my life. I definitely, that makes me identify with the character more because he's definitely not fitting in any of your traditional assumptions about what it is to be, you know, but you cannot say he's not a principal person. Right, right, Mm -hmm. right. Because he is. So so I, I definitely enjoyed the production quality and just the character in and of himself, seeing him be, you know, unveiled for the first time. Yeah. And, you know, bro, when you were talking, you, you, so one of the things that I loved about it was when the, the, the way that he was able to work with, like, he got tapped into that group of those black revolutionaries and then they were just there and available as community and Mm -hmm. he could just tap in and that he had all the resources he needed. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter what it was. They were everywhere. They were ready to go. And when I first watched this shaft, this was, I actually watched it back in uh, March. And so that was before all everything that's happening in the world right now in terms of the protests and things like that. And I remember thinking at that time, man, if we needed to tap into a black network to help us, um, like where would where would Black Shaft 2020, you know, what network would he tap into? Where you know, and I just thought, my gosh, you know, there's something missing in the community in terms of like where are the, where is like the mm. network of revolutionaries? But it's so interesting. Now a couple of months later, I would have a much easier time answering that question because people got organized when it was time to get organized. And now those Absolutely. networks are formally there. So what a difference, you know, just this small period of time makes in terms of just how we're even seeing the black community kind of rise up. You yeah. Know? But I loved like the revolutionaries. That was probably mm, like, yeah. like that was what like my favorite component. What, <laughs> what mean, is obviously. so, right. What is so funny to me, I, I laughed at <laughs> and what made me the, what gave me the most humor was Shaft's like smoothness and the things that he would say i was like i don't know who the writers for this movie were spot on so there was a part when he was going to see bumpy and bumpy's bodyguard was like i have to search you before you go in there and shaft was like well who searches you and he was like well nobody he said well you need to get the same people to search us (laughs) i just started cracking up i was like that is i'm like I'd clap that's it just felt like the Richard Roundtree embodied this care like they created so a character good. and Richard Roundtree oh. came in and brought this person to life mm. that would just say these things yeah um to someone or even the fact that you would show up that that scene had me cracking up when he was in that lady's house already naked on the couch <laughs> <laughs> and she was bringing her groceries in she put them groceries down and ran over to the couch. I, said, I was like, you probably got eggs and meat in there. <laughs> Who <laughs> cares? Let, let, it, up. let it spoil. Let <laughs> it spoil. I'm going to put them groceries up. So it was just stuff that, although, you know, I'm like, ugh, this movie is misogynistic in certain ways and blah, 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 whatever. At this point, you almost expect it because the certain movements that are happening now were not happening back then. Yeah. Um, well, and so... Well, I just love the reality of just the the electricity of the of the character. And the thing about it is the way 
Shaft has zero, he has 100% confidence. Mm. There is no, he has zero doubt in himself. Mm-hmm. And that's always so true. going to be attractive. And you see it in situations where like, you're talking about Britt, where you can walk up. And by the way, you know, Bumpy Johnson was a, a real gangster. Yeah, he okay, was. Okay, okay. Because that is what... But I, I was afraid to say that because I was like, I'm saying this, but I know that certain movies had him in it, like Hoodlum. He was in Hoodlum, like but, but that, that character, but it was a real person, but I wasn't real sure. Oh, but then, but I, this, I didn't but do he, research. But I'm saying he wasn't Bumpy Johnson in this. His name just happened to be Bumpy in Shaft. It wasn't mm-hmm. connected. But I'm saying there's a lot of references to Bumpy Johnson in movies yeah got it. so so like got it not this one but i'm saying yeah. definitely you yeah you it's not you're not wrong that you hear that name in movies a lot it's just that usually it wasn't this specific yeah, it, one right it's usually uh referencing uh the, uh, the well, actual gangster but um, hashtag hashtag names in the black community what's up bumpy <laughs> well, you know, skincare is something that our community needs to talk more about. There you go. There you, you know? Because so. um, it but, makes me think of when Bill Cosby said on his show, like, we named this person this name, but then the community sees them and then names them cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, your, your name might have been Stan, but we saw you and now your name is Bumpy. And like, I, I, I wanted to clarify that the character in this movie is named Bumpy Jonas. Yeah. So I don't know so, if it's if the actual person is Bumpy Jones. You said Johnson. Okay, Johnson. Okay, so this one is Bumpy Jonas. Yeah. So I, I'm just saying there was yeah. probably a shout out, like yeah, totally. you know, yeah. like like, yeah. like it was it was reminiscent. But I'm just saying that there was an actual gangster named Bumpy that is in a lot of movies. But or that his that character is in a lot of movies. But the the thing that when you have no doubt, you can walk up. You can't have any doubt and walk into a gangster's, you know, lair like you mm-hmm. own you own it. And the, and the other thing is just you know obviously his interactions with women and how his confidence is just so thick that it's like. He doesn't explain himself, and you can see the women sometimes having that mental chess game in their brain. Like, <laughs> I need to leave this dude alone, but his swag is but it's just too magnificent. <laughs> and you know, it's so funny because it's so funny because in in bro, as you're using the word confidence to describe it, you know, in many of these movies, not the Shaft movies, but in hero, like action movies, part of why the hero guy is always like free to be so, you know, adventurous and risk-taking is because he's got nothing to lose, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. almost, it's, they always have that kind of like, he's got no family, he's got no connections, all he's got <laughs> is a passion for justice, you know? And if, and if fighting for justice takes him out, well, so be it, because that's all he's got is justice in his heart, you know? And so it's so funny because when I see 
<laughs> you could look at it and call it confidence, but really it's just like, you know, it's like his stakes. He, the things that I think give you fear, you know, the things that make you cautious yeah. are, are the thing, are you having, you know, the, the fear of consequences? You like know, if you had a family. Totally, mm -hmm. totally, totally. I mean, and it comes up all the time. So I think about like, um, also a, con a conversation that me and Brittany are having all the time is just about like my own presence on social media. I, there are things that I, there are risks I wish I could take, but I can't because of potential consequences for my professional life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so there are things about me, there are places in my life where I cannot choose the confident course because I have yeah. to choose the, I have to choose, you never have to, I mean, you're making your choices, but I'm choosing, sure. I'm choosing the more conservative course because of the potential implications. And so, yeah, you're confident, but is it confidence or is it more just like, what's he got to lose? Like, it's well, almost like, yeah. this is, well, I'm, I'm in this moment. This is it. I might not see no other moments. So here we are, you know. Well, I, I would say that the vast majority, this is something else that makes Shaft stand alone because the vast majority of action heroes are the opposite of what you said. Mm. The, because the vast majority of superheroes, either it's their daughter that got kidnapped or their family <laughs> or their uh, girlfriend or their wife. You know, I mean, how many times have you heard that line in the movie, that's my wife! You know, like, <laughs> in an in a, in a action movie, oh, like, God. you know, so even even the most uh, ridiculous ones, you know, like, not ridiculous in my opinion, but, but if you look yeah. at, like, Commando with, um, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, where they kidnapped his daughter, and he just, is one of my favorite movies, because it's just so over the top, and then you got, um, uh, you know, movies like Lethal Weapon, which came out in that same time, or Die Hard, and Die Hard was about him and his wife, his, his ex-wife. You know, Lethal Weapon, mm -hmm. they, they, he was the first guy, uh, the, uh, uh, Martin Riggs was tormented because he lost his wife, and he didn't get back reinvigorated until uh, he found another love interest you know or if you look at like um and and Murtaugh the other one a lethal weapon he was a straight up family man mm -hmm. and then if you look at you know like movies like Rocky Rocky was as soon as he got done winning his fight the first thing he's in the, hey, hey, like, so 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 I'm saying I haven't that, seen all of those by the way uh -oh. about that. I mean I can I can, I, can, I, can I, 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 I don't I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to Veer the conversation away, but, but, I, but I'm just saying, point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just saying that it's very rare that you sh the the way that that shaft was constructed as a character to me was very rare because it's like he's this he embodies uh, characteristics that people would say are unhonorable, but he's one of the most honorable people ever, you know? And, and, right. and, and I'm just saying, I don't, me being an action movie fanatic, yeah. I, that's just a unique construction 
of a character. What about like I James Bond? Also... Um, I, w- <laughs> I would say James Bond is um, James Bond is definitely in that category that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but we that would be a whole nother conversation. But yeah. yes, yes, yes. But James yeah. Bond would be another example of a nothing to lose uh, because it's just justice of that. Yeah, yeah. but 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 at the same time, James Bond. Now you're you're making our list longer and longer of movies j- that we're going to have to watch. Again. I, I, so I, good. But, because it, but what I'm saying is, if you watch the James Bond movies, though the reasons why he is callous in the way he is is because yeah, his heart broke yeah and so right. and, and right. so that well yeah I, I wasn't gonna further veer us but that's what i meant when i was saying like they have nothing to lose it's usually because like so they're, they're but, but shaft is not like that right. sh- shaft okay. is not like that. that that's that's what i'm saying so like this guy he he would be a better example of of what you're talking about but what i'm saying is i think i think shaft still has that because he he has that because it's like it's the black community it is the injustice that the black community has suffered that is the chip on his shoulder it's not that his daughter got killed or his wife got taken but but it's like it's like i'm not not, not taking away from what you're saying what i'm saying is is that is not nearly as common as the other trope as right you, what, what the action movie usually is is it's like the hero's journey it's like they got to go save somebody and usually it's that the stakes are so high that they right. get that's usually okay i see what you're saying what, what it is because they got to go it's like they have nothing to lose maybe even They'll start off the show making you think they have nothing to lose, like Janaya is talking about, but then they just show a picture of his daughter holding a, <laughs> holding a, a newspaper, and nobody was even supposed to know about this daughter. Right. <laughs> no, no. Right. You know, so so it's like that's yeah. usually how it goes. That backstory of like how he came to be this way. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, yeah. But Shaft is just the you know. Just I just, I would like to point out, though, that one thing that while we do talk about the women that he dealt with, Shaft has something that is, is rare, even now in this day and age, is the honesty of, I have no level of commitment to you. And I think that Shaft is, is rare in that sense of these women know that. These women don't go into the, oh my God, I have dreams and hopes to marry him. Shaft is my boyfriend. No one said Shaft is my boyfriend. No one says that. No one, so people know that when I, I might get home and Shaft might be butt naked on my couch. Yeah. And I might not see him for a few months (laughs) because that's just Shaft. And so I think that, I think that if something happened, Shaft will tear down an entire neighborhood. Yes, he will. So that's yes. the other. That's the yeah. other side of right. that. Come with it. And, and you know, and you know right. I actually, I actually, I pulled up the lyrics because it, it's so funny because the theme from Shaft, it's mostly just the music. 
It's, a, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's four minutes long and it's mostly the music. There's only one little verse. But there's it, like it, two words and they're all <laughs> awful. Well, <laughs> well they're, 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 they're talking about it. I'm like, chef. I'm like, shit. The, the very first, the very, did I read the very first line? I was like, what? I'm, I'm going to read the whole thing. I'm going to read the whole thing because it's so short. <laughs> Who's the black private dick that's a sax machine to all the chicks? <laughs> yeah. You're We're damn dead. right. Exactly. Who is the man that would risk his neck for his brother, man? Shaft. Can you dig it? <laughs> Who's the cat that won't cop out when there's danger all about? Shaft. Right on. <laughs> you see this cat, Shaft, is a bad mother. Shut your Shut mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> but I'm talking about Shaft. <laughs> He's a complicated man, but no one understands him but his woman. John Shaft, Shaft. right? <laughs> End of lyrics. That's all. And That's so it. It, it's his sexuality. It is his connection to community. And it is, you know, he's bad. He's bad. You know, right. he's, he's, you know, he's, he's tough. He's complicated. We don't so even, the, we don't even know right. why, but he but is. Even, even in his misogyny, though, he's not breaking the black community. And the reason why he's not is because he doesn't have a bunch of children in the community. He doesn't have, a, it's like, it's who is the man with 17 baby mamas? Like, that's not one of the lyrics. I, I will tell you, I did not need him. I did not need him to have sex with any women other than black women. That's what oh, I didn't wow. need. I just, I mean, something to me, and, and again, I wasn't there. I don't know what, the, but I didn't get a chance to write a black exploitation film. But I am just saying for it to be something that is supposed to be about pushing blackness to the forefront and creating well-rounded, real black characters and giving black actors a chance to kind of like be very present and real um, and complete in a movie, I just felt like, you know, why couldn't, why couldn't it, and, and it's like, I just, I guess it's just to me, it felt like a missed opportunity to make it about black connection between no, black no, men well, and black women. Some, no, no, the no, white no. people up in these movies, they did not do them right. They were, well, <laughs> what, what were not I, good people. What I, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I thought in the, when you're looking at how, it was, and I don't know, yeah. but I wonder if that was the point mm -hmm. that you're seeing this black ah. man in a position that you've never seen before. You know, you've never seen a black man on screen dogging a white woman or, or I don't know. Got Maybe it. Because that, that, mm -hmm. that would normally be how the black woman was cheated in the movie. Exactly. I got it. Okay, exactly. I see, I so see what you're going. So it I get it that. might have been. Yeah, it might have been guess, the, the yeah. just we're going to show this guy in the exact opposite of how yes, they're I got normally, it. you know, portrayed. Also, also Shaft, I don't, I don't know how this was during that time. He was very firm he was very confident in his sexuality, meaning that when the um, gay bartender um, like squeezed his butt, he didn't, it was no like, hey man, don't touch me. Like, <laughs> I'm homophobic. Right, exactly. It was, because there, it was, it was, it, listen, it's before, listen, it's, there, it's, there it's is, to see that. Thank you for catching zero, that. 
he didn't he didn't it didn't make him uncomfortable or anything because yeah. there is zero doubt there is just like he's secure when, when he's, you, secure. You, he's secure you know it's it's like my entire life i have always wondered why any man anybody would care about what some consenting adults are doing in yeah, their own totally, private totally. like 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 i just it's just and i'm just saying to me that speaks from a person who's truly truly confident because like what the uh response was appropriate to what happened and and the thing is is that at the same time if there was some problems shaft is perfectly capable of dealing with whatever problems that whatever that arise, problem. you know. So yeah, so, yeah. It, it, it's so that was another thing. So now, what, what, uh, is there a, yeah. anything else you want to talk about? The first you know what? No, you know it's a good time okay. to introduce the second oh, yeah. movie because it had a lot of the same. But before we do move too far, I just want to say one thing, mm-hmm. and that is, I wanted to just bring in how, not that it was easy; they still had to be strategic before. These are, I'm thinking about the, the people who were serving the Italian mob in that hotel, I guess it was some type of thing where they were holding their daughter at the end of the movie. And I was like, how easy it was for the black people to switch out. And you're just not paying attention <laughs> to the individuals who are certain, like you're, you're, you're literally yeah, a black not, man in a service looking. jacket, a black man in a porter jacket. It's, a por- it's exactly. You're, of course he clearly, is supposed to be there. Yeah. And, and here's your, here's your dollar for, for bringing me this drink. Here's a dollar. And I loved his reaction when he said, all right. He was like, whoa, thanks. He's like, I'll see you later. <laughs> and I was laughing because I was like, he absolutely will yeah. see you in a little bit. <laughs> you about to get cut. You about to get cut. <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there. Thank, thank you so thank much you. for catching that, sis, because that's, su- that's, so, that's such an important part of what this movie did. You know, And they put, they put some racist lingo in there as well. They had a racist exchange in that in that cafe, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Wow, mm-hmm. this movie really hit something." Mm-hmm. He called mm-hmm. him a nigger to his face. I was like, Whoa. What a and he called him whatever. I don't. I can't remember what the racial slur was that he called him, but he called Shaft called him a racial slur too. Yeah, <laughs> he sure did. It's like, okay, yeah, what we doing? Yeah, don't start now. Won't be none. But here's the other part of it. Even though they were disrespectful to each other in that way, the Italian mob person still held the door for Shaft. So it was still a respect in a gangster way that, I mean, I might not like you, but I still respect who you are as a fellow gangster type person. Yeah. So, you know, I I, I thought that that was pretty cool too. Yeah. And... The, the, and sis, uh, once again, you've created a wonderful natural segue because I do what I can. Part I of what, what you see in that in that <laughs> first in that first Shaft movie is what we all know is really happening, which is that there is a certain amount of crime that is tolerated by police because it is organized, and um, and so and there's respect between those organizations for whatever the the, the process of of crime and criminality is. And you see it big time in the second movie. So in the second movie, which is called Shaft's Big Score, which was released the following year in 1972, 
Shaft gets a phone call from a friend of his. And this friend is like, his, he's like a pillar in the community. His name is Cal Aspie. He's a mortician and an insurance salesman. And he's about to make a big donation to build a childcare clinic. But he calls Shaft in the middle of the night. And before Shaft can get there, Cal is actually killed by a bomb in his office. And the police are like, you know, they're basically inept. And so Shaft is on the case. And eventually Shaft discovers that Cal and his business partner, John Kelly, were, were also big time gamblers. And the one left living, John Kelly, he's actually in a ton of gambling debt um, with the mob in Queens. And it turns out that Cal, the one that was killed by the bomb, he was planning to buy John out of their legitimate businesses with $250,000 in cash. But still, you know, John, you know, worked with the, the mob still just to take him out. So he would be able to have that $250,000 plus ownership of the legitimate businesses and the illegitimate businesses. The problem was that John Kelly couldn't find that money that Cal Aspie was supposed to give to him. And so the mobsters were getting impatient and there was about to be a turf war between that queen mob and then Bumpy's territory in Harlem. And so in this movie, Shaft actually ends up having to partner with Bumpy in order to find the money and then, you know, take out the queen's mobsters. And ultimately, um, he does find the money, does not turn it over to police because he does. It doesn't happen in the movie, but in the movie, he nods to the fact that the money was intended for the child care clinic. Like that's that Cal, before he died, was planning to make a donation to a child care clinic. And so that's what's going to end up happening with the money. Um, I mean, they did show him hide it. Yeah, they showed him hide it. They mm -hmm. showed him hide it. And then that's what he, that's what you understand his intention to be. Gotcha. Is to help the child care clinic. Listen. So can I start off talking for this movie? Please mm -hmm. do. <laughs> uh so we go from seeing Shaft in the original Shaft, just you know, he is like throwing people out windows. Like, you know, he's just going on, going on. He's out of it, okay? No one can touch Shaft. To this oh, second movie, Shaft is getting beat up left and right. And I was so confused. I was like, did he get jumped? I said, no, wait a minute, Shaft. I was like, you're a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Wait. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he gets, doesn't he get captured or something? And I was just like, okay. I remember calling Janiah like, why is Shaft getting beat up in this movie? <laughs> so, Brittany, Brittany, I, I think you might be talking about Shaft in Africa. No, no, she's talking about because the um the he got beat up at the casinos. Remember at the casinos, like in the back, right, like in the stairwells of the casinos, he kept. Oh beat yeah. Up. Well, but sis, I didn't see it as Shaft because because the thing about it is, but they even were, they when were attacking talk, him in unfair ways, like right. they were jumping but him. Even, but y'all, even when he at the end of the movie was running up the railway and he was like in the shootout scene with the helicopter and all this different stuff, <laughs> he tripped and sprained his ankle. And I was like, Shaft, what? <laughs> I was, how, this is a this is a damsel in distress move that you're doing right now. How did you spring your ankle? Well, can so I, can I, I, I experienced can even I, that I experienced it so differently. Go ahead, bro. Can I, I was can mad. I, I was mad. Please go, bro. Go. One of it, it's funny that you say that because 
one of the movies that is considered to be a landmark movie, uh, action movies, is Die Hard. And I don't know if have either of you ever seen Die Hard? Yeah, but it's been years. Okay, it's been so, so long. That's first of all amazing to me. But Die Hard. Don't be a hater. I'd be watching stuff. <laughs> but before <laughs> Die Hard, you would have the uh, main protagonist excuse me, of the, of the action movie, hardly ever really get touched by the end of the movie. And when you watch, and, and most of the time they were like a big, huge dude and like, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. And Die Hard was the first action movie where at the end, he looked like he'd been through hell. <laughs> yeah. Early on in the movie, he lost his shoes. He had to walk over a, a room full of glass. He had like, he, it was that just sounds like a bad day. It was a horrible day, but <laughs> bad day. But, but he still persevered, and like that's what everybody loves about the movie right. is that is that he went through hell and back, but he came back. And I'm just saying that I feel like it's something that Shaft might have got a little taste of you know, way earlier and, you know, never really noticed because, yeah, he was in some situations, but it, it was never like he was in a one-on-one, -on -one, you know, fight and loss. It was just that it, they kept jumping him and putting him in these, you know, unfair yeah. circumstances. It, it, was, it was a different kind of mobsters he was dealing with. I think right. that was yeah. the thing. It was like, these were all shady characters in the first movie and the second movie, but these were a different kind. Yeah. you know and they were a little more thinkers of like even when kelly couldn't come up with the money and they were like but the one guy was like okay we're gonna kill you he was, the other guy was like wait hold on you're so angry i was, I was cracking up at their dynamic i appreciated that little comic like, relief yeah he was like you don't have to be like that i like, love that little comedy relief <laughs> yeah and and you know i there's one part like when he went nearing the end, when he broke into the guy's window after they jumped him, and he had him one on one, and he did. <laughs> I, that was the one part that I I wondered why they went with that dude being able to, you know, stay up with him so long. Um, that one part was a little. Yeah, because yeah. the thing is, is that you're, a drug, you're be, a drug lord. You're a little yeah, bit, yeah, you're removed. Like this, you shouldn't this, have the fighting skills. Kind of. I mean, of. he's playing yeah. the he's playing the oboe. Right. Come on. That like, was that, so that, funny. Like, I was like, what is happening? A dude, right a dude who plays the oboe shouldn't be able to hang. Wish I have you are, you, why why are you hating on oboe players, yo? What did they ever do to you? You can be an oboe gangster. I love oboe players, <laughs> but now that 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 would have been interesting. Yeah. Like if he if he was just sitting on the side playing his oboe, like real innocuous, and then they came over and he was like, "Bam!" Like this one always got this oboe, With the oboe, in. oboe in your face. Right. <laughs> if he like ripped it apart and it was a knife. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, okay. No, I understand. Oboe dude is is really hardcore on the. Oh my God. See, were... yet again, another reason. I was like, Shaft, this is just you and the oboe man 
Why is you getting beat up right now? Why are is that hard? Here's, here's the thing. Now thinking about Chef was not taking about, his vitamins now, now in I'm, this movie. I'm gonna say, right. I did, I did not experience <laughs> it that way. I didn't either. But, but, let, yeah. but, let, me, but let me tell you. Y'all know I how I do with these movies. In, in, discussing, <laughs> in discussing this, maybe they took it that far and gave him more trouble because they knew how far they were going to take it in the end. And I'm going to tell you, when Shaft was running away from all them dudes and, like, and, and he was just taking them down one by one, it was like, okay, now we're, now we're going. And I think that's why they had him trip. It's like, no, he could break his ankle and keep moving. You know, like, like that's how I, I like, that's how Shaft. I, but You're that's how I the helicopter. <laughs> and then, hey, and then you need that though to be able to cheer for do. him. Look, you these do. moments of him getting beat up, you're like, no, no, Chef, get him. <laughs> like you, it's like you need that to like really get on his side. Like oh, you're rallying. I was for doing him. this. I was like, Chef, no. really? <laughs> and when he, I was like, seriously, <laughs> Chef? It's no, just I mean, that's, that's old man that's, with these little pants on. But I'm saying that's, like, to me, that's what is, like, I like seeing a protagonist go through it. Like, because. Yeah, like, I it, do it's, too. It's real. It, it's, it, it's fun watching somebody. You know, I can see those movies where, you know, the, the, the main person just always beats up everybody. You know, like a Bruce Lee movie, yeah. that type of thing. But And that's great as well. But I, I more enjoy the hero who had to work. Yeah to get to the end of the journey. Now, I'm going to tell you, at the end, when Shaft shot that uh, helicopter down with a, with a gun, I was just like, this is just <laughs> Yo, classic. This is just, this is so... Awesome. I thought I thought to myself, this is 100% realistic. I'm sure that that particular <laughs> weapon that he had could do that. And too bad for that helicopter. You got get that shaft. Look, I, I buy in. I buy what, what, in. I'm what, in it. I'm in it. I'm like, yeah, shaft. Get him, shaft. Um, take down that helicopter bed, guys. <laughs> I'm, full, I'm fully into it as well. But first of all, Gasoline is not even flammable in that way. <laughs> you don't but, know what can they had. But, 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 you don't look, know look, what can they had. They all had I, all I'm saying is, if some people, 70s. all I'm saying is, is as much as you got into the movie, just please, if you're ever being chased in a helicopter <laughs> and you have a shotgun, just hide and wait for the people to go away. That's all I'm saying. That was free, all I was free saying. In real life. Well, before in real we, life, just, just hide. Listen, I have to just tell you, I have to say one thing before we move away from this movie. I wrote down what I think is probably the best movie quote I've ever heard in my entire life. And I want to know who wrote this and I want to go and find them and shake their hand. And it was a line that Bumpy said to... Um, to, uh, bad, I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> he said it to Chef. I can't remember the specific context, but he said, "Now look, baby boo, there's <laughs> He said, "Now look, baby boo, there's troubles and there's troubles, and this one is yours." <laughs> I, said, 
I said, I don't know what he's talking about, but I like it. It was like, that's how I think 70s gangsters should talk. I think they should say things like, now look, baby boo, there's troubles and troubles. This one is yours. Janelle, I love like that. I, don't know how I love that line. I love that line. I went to I work. The, ne- the next day I went to work and I said it at an executive team meeting. I said, well, I've been watching Chad. And somebody had, somebody had said something that needed to get shut down. And I said, I said, now look, baby boo. <laughs> I swear to you. I said it. I did. I did. And I told them they already knew I was watching all the Shaft movies. And I said, now look, baby boo, there's troubles and there's troubles. <laughs> and this one is yours. And when I just tell you, everybody just started cracking up. They hadn't seen the movie. They didn't know what I was talking about. But it is just this line. It is like, who so wrote this? It's so Somebody, or, or makes you wonder sometimes if there was an ad lib. Like, did right. they ad lib this line? And it was like, that was not the lie, but he came up with something right in that yes, moment. And they right. were like, it's classic. Don't take it out. Don't take it out. It's baby boo now. Well, I want everybody who ever meets me in the future to know that if you cross me, get ready for it. A- <laughs> but I do want to make sure, okay, that we shout out that black woman in this movie that was dating Kelly. She went from getting Ooh, slapped. She was so flat. <laughs> She went from getting slapped by Kelly to locking him outside, leaving out the back door, and then going to Shaft. To, she, she ran up on Shaft like, oh, I found you. And then he was like, do you know how to drive? Oh, I've been racist since I was 14. What? She did not scream one time mm. without a helicopter. Nope. Was flying around them, shooting. Baby, she got into action. I said, that's the definition of ride or die right there. Look, she was, was like, like, are you kidding? You're not the only gangster here? Look. She was like, you're trying to play me. I've been drag racing since I was 14. Oh, it was so good. Oh, oh, oh and her fur one. That was the fur. Oh, the wardrobe. Yeah, honey. <laughs> right, and that fur didn't slow her down. Not oh, one it was bit. so good. She... And then, because to think about it, even in when the two cars, one with the mobsters in it and one with Shaft in them in it, when they were bumping, you think about it, that was her bumping the other car. Oh, she was. her to get out. The, she wasn't, she wasn't scared when they were shooting and stuff. She was confident. Yeah. I said, oh, Shaft, they got a, they got a female Shaft. Yeah. Okay. She, she was a bad mother. Shut your mouth, wasn't she? Okay. Who is the woman that no one understands? Oh my gosh. And I cannot wait for us to talk about the woman, the main the woman in this next movie. You so let's let's the Shaft in Africa in 19 it came out in 1973. So these these three movies came out what year one year after mm-hmm. each other. Uh-huh. So I love that. They really had some momentum going. And I I, I you know I wish we had time to kind of research it and understand what happened. Why didn't it keep going? You know. Yeah. So the last one probably didn't make money. The only the the only sequel that doesn't make money is the last one. Right. Right. Oh, that's so true. 
So in that one, it really changed up the format. And so I think that that is something that could always be a kiss of death for a franchise, you know. Go, go, go on and read it. Totally changed up the format. Shaft is actually kidnapped by the group that would ultimately become his client. And it turns out that the embassy of an African country has actually kidnapped him. And they put him through a rigorous test to see if he would be able to survive the experience <laughs> of being uh, like human trafficked because they actually want him to go to an African country and be kidnapped into an active slave catching ring in order to dismantle it. And, you know, it was just so strange. It was like, you didn't know what was going on. And then of course he was successful, but it was probably the most mentally and physically challenging thing that we had seen the Shaft character do because he was out of his environment. He was not in the city with mobsters. He was not able to wheel and deal it within a network that he knew and understood. This time he was actually, they had him in, you know, a Af in an African country and dealing with something much more awful, which is like racism in its truest form, which was literally mm. slave catching. Whereas mm -hmm. before he was dealing with, when he's like in Harlem, he's dealing with structural racism and all of the things that are just embedded into a place. And this was, this was something else, which is a much more explicit form of racism. So that was, um, it was just, it was such a departure, you know? And I, I what, what did y'all think about it? Well, if I could start on this one, Please I actually, um, I actually took notes on this one mm -hmm. Ooh. because I uh, felt like, and again, I'm watching this through 2020 eyes. Yeah. So I, I don't know what it would have been to see this in 1973 when it came out. Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like I know what they were trying to do, but they kind of missed it. And um, like, for example, <clears throat> this, if you wanted to, do this kind of movie. I think it should have been an epic, first of all. It, it should have been one of those movies that goes over like an entire year or something like that because I feel like it was kind of disrespectful in the sense to make it seem like he could learn to assimilate into this culture after uh, watching the YouTube video for like five minutes, you know, <laughs> and now all of a sudden. No, he, he was training there for a while. I thought they he didn't, was. They didn't say how long, but they were training him. They were, he, he was there for a well, while being it, trained on the language, how to fight with the stick. Yeah, no, I, and what I wrote down, it seemed like he was there for like a couple of weeks. That That's how I, it, it felt to me. Yeah. But, and, but maybe that's just how I saw it. And, and you saw it differently, which means, in my opinion, they should have had that more defined. They should have did something that showed that there's so many different they, things. They needed a montage. They needed yeah. like something Or a to montage kind of or just something to show the, the passage, the passage of, yeah. of time. You know what I mean? Like, like, like at the end of it, he could have had a real long beard or something. Just, just something. something to show the passage of time. Because I just felt... Like, yes, he's supposed to be bad, but if we're showcasing this culture, whatever culture you're showcasing, it shouldn't be that easy. And the other part that goes right after that 
is okay what culture are we talking about like and and i felt like a lot of the movie even the title already was problematic of shaft in africa because i knew it was going to be something about shaft in a country in africa but i felt like literally there was very little mention of any country and it was um just set up like Africa was a country basically in in, yeah. in a lot of ways. I mean they didn't say that explicitly, but it was like there was so much reference to Africa and they never even really tied in why because it all they had to do was say, you know, well, you know, the trade goes from Nigeria to wherever and like just integrate countries within the story of it. And then you got Shaft in Africa because there's an inter-country something going on. Um, and I just felt like, am I, like, is this for them? This is still fantastic. Like, I don't know, you know, because yeah. I'm not watching this in 73. And um, what was going on with that dude's skin? The, uh, the yeah. one who hired him. Was that blackface? Or, like, I couldn't figure it out. I even went online. <laughs> Me and yeah. I talked about that too. I just thought that was his complexion. I thought he yeah, had I think that, his... that was that was a complexion. That is a complexion of a race of people. I mean, yeah. I feel okay, like well, I, I feel I, like hey, look, you, but, but, if you I, go but I'm gonna tell you this: like Northeast when, Africa, yeah. But when I went to IMDb, I couldn't find that dude looking like that nowhere. So yeah. maybe if that was know, blackface, I, that's really too bad. That was unnecessary. That, that would have been. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying. I'm not saying it was. Yeah, but it's. It was strange, it, but yeah, it yeah, felt it, was, yeah. it, it, it felt it didn't like it look was. authentic. It, it did not. It definitely didn't. It did not. It definitely didn't. And I didn't like how easy the daughter was. Now, um But he was there me, for months in my mind. Like I felt like he me, wore her I, down over months. Let, let me let me um let me um shoehorn one thing in that she probably has one of the best butts in cinematic history. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cinematic history. When, when they were laying there in that hut thing. Yeah. Thing, yeah. I was which, like, which she, which she tracked him down on the African trail. And listen, hold on. I, he I, said, I, I, were you tracking penis from one continent to the next? Some good peen. <laughs> but what I, the thing, the thing was is that I didn't get this this long feeling that Janai got. Yeah, maybe and I just I felt, wanted I, it to be months, and so I just decided it was months. But I agree I, with you I'm that just, there was nothing in there that clearly showed that the showed passage of time. I just yeah. I took that into as a truth to make it real, be, to make it plausible. Because the thing is, is that yes, they had an opportunity to talk about you know clitorectomies. And and female genital, which was wonderful, which was great. But what I'm saying is, is I also think they gave it a disservice when you got somebody who goes from being whatever all the way to now I'm a freak and now I'm well not a freak, but now I'm you know open in this way. I'm owning my body. I which I and and now um. You know, I'm just cool. Like, no, I've decided I'm not getting a clitorectomy. Like, the point is, is that I felt like that's where it should have ended. 
but the arc could have been so much better to get there. Like, sure. like it, it could, it could have been a, a more epic journey than just yeah. being like, cause like on one end you're trying to say that this is, this is something that your culture does and you can't let it go. And then you're like, uh, you know what? Never mind. And, and, and nobody else is saying nothing. And the whole point of that thing was the, the, the whole point of showing that is showing the, the patriarchal type of society where they don't have the option to say, no, I'm not going to do this. No, I'm not. So there should have been something showing her. Well, I'm not saying what should have been, but I would have liked to see yeah. something showing her fight that battle and ultimately emerging victorious on the other end. And I don't think it would have took away from the main movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, let me just go through a couple, my last couple notes. I know y'all like, I'm ridiculous. But uh, I, love, uh, no, I love it. I was about to say, listen, go, he go killed, for it. He killed the dude way too easy on that bus. That was just, even for yeah, the 1970s movie, he was like, I disagree. He was like, ugh. And dude was like, ah. <laughs> Yo, he didn't even you don't even know. Him. You don't even and know Chad's murder skill sets. You don't even know and his skill sets. Well, he sure didn't have him when he was up there in that mobster's hotel in the last movie getting beat up. We do see his skill set. <laughs> That's because I, I, I think I think you're giving I think you give a shaft a look. I mean, <laughs> he took classes. He didn't after shaft that. the shaft. He got he, he he did get jumped a considerable amount in that movie, Brittany. And I, and I feel you. like you're thank you. And I, but I feel like you're like. Beating it wasn't a fi- fair fight. Yeah, it's it not fair jumps. fights. You know, you're anyway. Brit- it was, he was one on one with Look, a we're, we're, we're monster that played. We're on Shaft in Africa. <laughs> okay, last two. Um, stick fight. The stick fight where <laughs> at the um, slave line. It was so bad. It was like good again because it was just so <laughs> so bad. It was enjoyable to watch. And my last thing was the my favorite part of this movie was that white chick reacted to the black slaves. Listen. When she was dropping in it when they were in the back of the car. Listen. That was just so bad. Well, you know what, bro? You, you, but you, it was. They were show. So she was. She was completely oversexed. Yes. And bro, I when you you really you really helped me to reframe the white women in these movies when you said that they were using tropes usually used for black women mm-hmm. on the white women because mm-hmm. they stay making black women oversexed. That still happens today. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they made her like so. Over, they made her sex obsessed. She, she was crazy. Yes, she, she, she was, was, was crazy. But I, but I'm gonna tell you like <laughs> when 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 she was looking at the dudes and she was getting turned up, I was literally laughing out loud. That scene was so funny to me. It was so funny. But you know what though? What the movie did though was show men being sexualized by white women, which is something that we know happened during slavery. So I think that even it was a, it was definitely a nod to that as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. um, with her with the way that she was acting. 
Um, so while I do appreciate it, I was I was laughing too. I said, girl, but it also made me think about even going to today, the different things. There are people that are protesting in there. They're calling out white women saying, listen, you want to have sex with our black men, but you don't want to protest for them. So it's just, just, I think it was just a, a nod to being like, okay, this is what they be doing, y'all. Like, not all of yeah. them, of course, but this is what, this is something that is happening. Yeah, I mean, it I was just, say, it, it, it was, was just, it, it was just over the top. And I love it. It was And I just, and just like that stick fight was just, it was but just you know, so ridiculous. You know, I, I, there were, I, I have, to, I will say of the three, this was the one that I, I did, I, I would put it at the bottom for me. I liked, I liked the least. Uh, yeah, this is the one I liked the least. But mm. I will say that I still liked it. I, I still, still liked it. it. But still I liked it. it the least. And bro, I looked up really quickly because you were like, what was the saying you said? The the franchise that makes the least? Oh, yeah, yeah. What did you say? It's like... The 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 only money, the only uh, sequel that doesn't make money is the last one. Okay, well, you were, you hit the nail on the head because the original one, Shaft in 1971, the box office was 12 million. Mm-hmm. Okay. The shaft for the second one, it was for Shaft's big score, it was 10 million. And for Shaft in Africa, it was 1.4 million. That's it. Wow. So, so that's that, the end of the franchise. Yeah. I mean, that's it. And um, I will just say we but can't we can't be? post it because we don't have the licensing. But if you even just look at the the movie posters. It's like that third, that Shaft in Africa movie poster, it doesn't even make sense next to the ads for the first two Shaft movies. Yeah. It's just such Can't. a departure. It's like. But is it, is it something where is part of that also, or could be part of that, is that because it was about to show something that in the 70s, we don't want to talk about because we don't want to talk about it now. Slave trade. Yeah. Like we, I, I wonder if that was part of it where, okay, now I'm still getting, you know, the shaft and the hood and we're talking about drugs and all these different things, mobsters and stuff like that. And now I'm taking you to a place that's too real for y'all now. Mm-hmm. That's too no, real. I, I just- no, no, I'm just, you know, to yeah. my point, like, it's it's too real for y'all now in the system. I get the quality of it, but I'm just talking about the subject matter. Yeah. It's too real for y'all now where we're talking about slavery in Africa, because honestly, there was articles about slavery happening in Africa last year. So just this year. people being captured, exactly, people captured. So it, is that topic too real for y'all and so it's like oh let's uh it's one million but, now but, but, because these are things that this is something that we don't actually want to discuss or to highlight too much so now we're done with this franchise but but the, there are you know we can look at roots or color purple play um that were wildly financially successful even though they were dealing with the subject matter that we're talking about mm-hmm. um so first of all I do think that there's something in what you said that this movie did go from, you know, things that were lower level to things that are definitely more complex. Totally. Hugely did that. But I don't think that was the downfall of the movie. I really feel like it was the execution. 
Yeah. Like it, it was yeah. really the execution yeah. because I agree. If if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go from being shaft, you know, just it fighting through a couple blocks, if you're gonna go through that, from that to being this epic, you gotta do it. Like totally. like you gotta really, really do it. Like it has to be, and I feel like they could have did it. Because mm-hmm. I, I I don't think that the concept itself yeah. was bad. It's just that, you know, like, like Brittany said, like if you're going to, you're tackling some, all issues Hard. are big, but you're, yeah. you're, you're tackling a, a bigger issue. So you can't be corny doing that. And they were just, yeah. it was and just you know, corny. Yeah. And I will say, I will say, I, I did not appreciate the way that they tricked him in the beginning. You know, for the first two movies, Shaft got to accept the assignment or to make the assignment. Oh, this is now my next case. I'm taking this on. And this time they just like chose him, kidnapped him, and then he emerged as able to take the case. And then mm-hmm. they offered him the case. And so there was something in the way that he even entered the storyline, like the main storyline of the movie, that to me was just like, they beat him like I, anyway i just was like him getting kidnapped and like it to to be to take the case i didn't appreciate i didn't need that i didn't need that as the way because frankly if they had just proposed it to him he would have taken it on you know because he's sure. um i will right. say that one thing but, but, that I but, thought but, was but, good, but before before you go from that point first of all i agree with you but i think that the point they were trying to make it wasn't about him they were imposing their tests on him to see if they thought he was worthy so it wasn't about him accepting because like he they could have still tested him they could have said we want you to do this but in order for you to do it you're gonna have to endorse some tests but but like that takes the test in a completely different uh direction because it's like if you know okay, these people don't really want to kill me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not Got working it. from the same place. Got it. As if, like, when he, what, and I'm not defending. Right, this. I'm just, right. This I'm is a logic. That, this is yeah, the logic. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm just saying that when they think about somebody stripping you down naked and putting you in a. That was know, like, I was like, is he naked in a room of sand right now? And like, he just, going on? <laughs> and he just has to know. And I think that that, what they were trying to test, because they knew that's what he was going to experience. Right. Being put in the situations he can't even fathom. Right. That they were just seeing how he would react. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, one thing I thought they did do, I did not appreciate that it was a vague African country. Um, oh. I didn't appreciate that at all. I mean, what a missed opportunity to name a place into, you know? Um but I will say that I, I wonder appreciated... if legally they weren't allowed to. I don't know. Legally, I did, I, like if they weren't allowed to say that he's going to Ghana, he's going to Nigeria. But they could have also no, made no, no, one. No, no, no. no, they could have made one up. They could have made up a country. Okay, they just for it to be a country. Exactly. Right. You know, and I just I thought that I thought that I heard her say where they were from. I. Sp- promise i thought i heard no 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 they they mentioned it like once or twice to the point where i can't even remember but what i'm saying is it should have been 
the only thing that should have been shafted in Africa for real, for real, was the the title. Yeah. And after that, they could have really got into some and taught people's things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? In in. But. Yeah, I I did know. I thought they did a really good job with when he because I I got to tell you I was holding my breath for when he went to a part of the country where they were practicing local traditions. And I was just like, if, if, if they take him in here and they do something that is, I don't know, too, like having little monkey people, you know how sometimes you see the way that right. African people are portrayed in movies, but I thought they did a really good job with that. I gotta say, it was it just yeah. being a community of black people in this country that had traditions that were different. I thought they yeah. did a good job with that. You know, I thought they, I... they tread that line well. So it's funny because you <laughs> we're so opposite in these movies. I really enjoyed Shaft in Africa. Um, <laughs> so uh, my mind when I was watching it, there were certain things, but how it was all the time, I was rolling my eyes for a lot of things. Um, but in all three of the movies. But what I loved was there's a Black man who was a product of chattel slavery going back to, going to Africa, some country in Africa, to then ensure that what happened to his ancestors wouldn't happen to anyone else yeah and i'm going to infiltrate the system and then yep. that one time when they were standing outside that apartment complex after so many of the african men passed away in the fire when he told that man off that that police officer off he was like you know just just basically saying no you bring them here and you don't want to see them. You bring them to these slum places, but you want them to be your cooks. You want them to build your roads. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're yelling at you in, in, in France right now, but I'm all, I think they were in France, but yeah. I'm also yelling at you here in America. Yeah. You want us to fight your wars. You want us to be your cooks. You want us to be your maid. You want us to be all these different things. You don't treat us like we're people. And so he was getting an opportunity to say these things and fight for people. And although everything was happening so fast and things were going on, I loved when they killed that man in that little jail where they were about to blow the whole place up and kill all of those Africans that were mm. in there. The way they he got organized, that, got themselves out of there. It was so I mean, good. He killed him. He was like, oh, so you think I'll have nothing to kill you with? I, I runs with poles all day. Up, oh, you're dead. Like, we got your key. We're all out. And then now we're all sneaking quietly up the stairs. You're taking over. And sir, we just drowned you in this thing. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I was so I love what, excited about I love that. when Brittany recaps like a scene <laughs> she's passionate about because she's like talking to the character. Now you're drowned. <laughs> That's your fault. Uh, you well, shouldn't have died. <laughs> and then and now you're and, dead. And Look now you're you. dead. And, yeah. And, see, and for Chef to go down there, where we know a holding cell, which is something that was happening two Africans before they were placed on boats and shipped on the transatlantic slave trade that him be able to go down there and blow those places up 
It was so symbolic. Yeah, I th- I, I was just I liked looking it. at I those liked it. parts. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. I liked it. You know what? Yeah, it yeah. just and it's but, one and, of those things where it's like if that had been just a movie unto itself, and it had just been called a man named Frank goes right. to Africa, that would have been one thing. It was the struggle. All is in Africa. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but the struggle was that it was Shaft. Yeah, that was my issue yeah, with I, it. I, but it was. But I liked it. I liked it. Oh, I, I, I liked One the movie. Thing, I'm, 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 I'm not talking negative. I liked it too. I liked it. I do want to say to that late to to the point of the woman that had sex with him. She had made. She said to him in that hut, "Were you surprised when you weren't?" No, I wasn't first? a virgin. Yeah. I wanted to I wasn't a virgin, and so I appreciated them saying that that she's not. She's obviously not this average situation. She's always she been a revolutionary. She's always exactly been a revolutionary. Like, She's not, not giving my in. First. Yeah. You know, I have to tropes around like this, which is something that still happens today, right? Women have to be pure while men get to go so oats. But you you have now this woman that's like, oh, you you didn't know that I could. Okay, you're welcome. Like, but, and, I'm not having this conversation but, but, with you. <laughs> but yeah, that, like, that to me was the point because, like, it was just too easy for her to be how she was. For mm. not too easy. I'm saying I feel like that was the opportunity right there. Like, right. like if, if you. And see, made it, bro, it, and I, I felt it. I felt it as she was playing a part before, and what he met was the real her. So it wasn't even, that it wasn't necessarily a transition that happened in the span of him meeting her. It was that I, she was playing a part when she's with her dad and I, you know? I know, but 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 what I'm saying is is even that part that she was playing wasn't that chaste. You know, yeah. like like like, yeah. like it wasn't that like for example, she was sitting there on Shaft's lap, even though the bodyguard dude was there. This type of culture is not having nobody sit on somebody's lap. Right. So what what I'm just saying they could have showed a picture of what the oppression was really like. Yeah. Yeah. And have her and would it and and set up the cost of her breaking out of it and then showing her do it. Anyway, exactly. I just felt like that would have been. It would have. It would have been better. It would have yeah, resonated it, it, it more. It, it would have resonated. It would have resonated. And um, the thing is, is that look, this isn't Shaft. This is Shaft in Africa, and so don't make it like, oh yeah, my pimping is just so strong that it's strong and whatever. No matter where I go, and it's like if you're going to do that, stay in New York. Yeah, like, like like like. But if you're going on this epic journey, why not? Have it like, like you could even have Shaft fall straight in love, for example. Right. Something. At, but but by the end, you know, he has to go back. He has to go back. Go back. You know, but, like, but like you still could have. I'm a complicated shown, man. I gotta go back. I'm a complicated you know? man. I gotta yes. go. You yes, know. I'm a complicated man. I yeah. could, I, I could bust down whatever in the projects, or I could fall madly in love so that this. You know, Princess Lady is going to change her whole thought process, and I and I, I guess at the end of the day, it's just for me, it's that it's probably disappointing because the concept was really good. 
That was yeah. a good concept. In my yeah. Mind. And, and it's so like it's so funny that I I everything you're saying. I will say though, at the time, it felt to me that it made so much sense for it to um to be something that was not at all about Shaft. When mm-hmm. I saw it, it was it was like he happened to be there, but she had already drawn those conclusions. It was already on her journey, separate from him. And so, it's, I mean, when I, as I hear you saying it, it, it is a missed opportunity to see her journey. But at the time when I watched it, I was like, I'm so happy they didn't make it about Shaft. Uh, absolutely. You know, so I absolutely. see. But anyway, this is actually, this is, so if we move on to the next one, we could probably talk about Shaft's relationship to women in this next one, because it's actually very, very different. Because Shaft 2000, we're now looking at Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. And this is literally, we've gone from 1973 to 2000. And the movie is the current time movie. So it's not Shaft, a movie that comes out in 2000 that is placed in the 70s. No, this is, he's, it's a current day movie. And so Shaft 2000, it takes us back to the original format um, with Samuel Jackson and the character of Shaft. And Shaft is chasing down the evidence to bring a wealthy white man to justice that had murdered a black man outside a club in cold blood for a very minor argument. And then the white man had fled the country so that he could not be brought to justice. Well, he comes back to justice and Shaft, who has been a cop, at Samuel Jackson has been a cop at this beginning of this movie. He has to quit in order to be able to actually bring this man to justice. And in doing so, he follows in his father's footsteps, which is Richard Roundtree. At the you know at the time, you know, it's like we learn the backstory. Anyway, we can get to the backstory. But he follows in his father's footsteps, um, and then leverages his detective skills and his relationships in the community to bring the man to justice. Mm-hmm. And a huge piece of the story was actually Shaft trying to find and con- convince and protect a key witness. Another huge piece of this was Shaft still having some relationships with the police department, namely his partner, who was um, Vanessa Williams. So uh, she was still a police officer, even after he quit, you know, but, but they were still um, basically working together at some parts to kind of to work this case. So that, so this, this, this to me was very, I, I really appreciated Shaft, this, this version. I appreciate it. You're, you're not going to, you're not going to finish the book. <laughs> Wait, is, that's not the end. Uh, yeah. He <laughs> brings the man, he brings the man to justice. He does. <laughs> He he doesn't bring the man to justice. He brought him to, to that trial court, but the mother of the son that he killed, she shot him several That's times what I'm there, there in the chest. Really big, big parts <laughs> that you left out, like like I mean, you because you got you were telling me I was bringing very yeah. I was like I the, was it was high level. It was high level. But was high I'm level. saying you it was too high. high. This movie but had, it was too this, high. It was the level was too high. The movie had two climaxes. Because Do it, bro. What were they? Well, the first one was when he uh, uh, shot Peoples, Hernanda. Uh, mm. Because... The best bad guy at pe- pe- people, pe- Peoples, remember at the end, after the car chase, you know what I'm saying? He was like, you know, let's do it. You know, all I got is this. All I got is the knife. Just call, man. He was like, all right, let's go, Mano, Mano. And then he tried to pull the gun out of him and sh- you know, Shaft, 
pulled out the gun faster and shot him. And he even died good, you know, like. Oh, so good. And so that was the first climax, but then the second climax bro can you was, talk about peoples because i didn't i didn't even mention like his relationship to the I, whole thing well let me just i, I feel like i want to finish recapping the movie okay and, and so and then because peoples ended up being someone that the main uh antagonist met in jail right and he ultimately tried to get peoples hernandez uh i think it was people's he ultimately got peoples to uh put a hit out on the girl who was the main witness. And so that's how they all ended up getting tangled in together. And then Shaft uh, had to go up against people's shot peoples. And at yeah, the it, end- it is, it is People's Hernandez, you got it. Yes, People's Hernandez, I was, I was pretty sure. And then um, at the end, uh, he was about to go take the main antagonist to court. They were on the court steps, but the mother of the original victim ends up pulling out her gun and shooting him. And that is how the movie the movie ends. And I'll just say those are very important parts. Very of, important. Of, of the movie. And I'll just say this. Because I it, love, it, it I been, love this movie. <laughs> it had been two years. Movie. It had been two years of that mother watching this 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 man I, go, leave and not be brought to justice. Can I tell y'all? I love this movie. <laughs> Everything about it, I've seen it probably twenty five times. It's so it's so. Good. I love this movie. It's so I love good. It. I love it. I love and it. It, it made it end. made a hundred and seven point two million dollars. Let me let me tell you this. First of all, Jeffrey Wright is this was my first exposure to Jeffrey Wright. Mm -hmm. And I've seen Hernandez. People's Hernandez. Yeah. No, I, I want to talk about Jeffrey Wright as a actor. Like, I was just, for the listeners, I was telling them that Jeffrey Wright played People Hernandez. Oh, okay. Just okay, to okay, draw okay. the line, because we didn't Absolutely. say who he was. Yeah, so, so yes, yes. Jeffrey Wright plays People's Hernandez, who is one of the two main antagonists in the movie. Mm -hmm. And that was my first introduction to Jeffrey Wright. And look, I don't know if this is wrong or not, because like I was, you know, y'all know that movie Ocean's Eleven with mm -mm. Um, Don Oh Chandler. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I always liked his English accent, but then I watched a YouTube video where English people were talking about how bad his accent is and how, but it's like a buffoon type accent in their, in their mind. So I don't know if this is good or not, but I'm just saying, I did not know people's Hernandez was being played by a black actor. Like when the first time I saw this movie, like I completely. Listen, like, I got into that. Like I was today years old. <laughs> I did not know. So really? good. Wow. Yo. And I've and, seen that movie at least three or four times. Wow. Oh my man. God, it's so good. Yo, when he, the first. It makes from, me wonder where he grew up. From the beginning, from the beginning, when he was, when Shaft threw that basketball at him. Man. 
and knocked that pizza, I mean, that uh, spaghetti on his shirt. On his white, was, good white, good he was, white he was just, Oh, He was just in the middle like, money fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, but my, oh. but, but my best friend at the time, uh, we used to watch that part over and over again. Because when, when he came down, and he started, he was like, this is Egyptian silk, buddy. This, you know, this is like half this your- is I wrote it down. Of- this is Egyptian cotton, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. This is Egyptian cotton, motherfucker. This is like half your shitty ass. Samuel Jackson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to say Buster Rhymes is in this movie, too. Oh, yes. Man. And he, he, he ends up playing, so he ends up playing someone that Shaft knows from like apparently he's someone who had been like an informant or something. I don't know. But Shaft like had a relationship with him just from the just, just just like just like everybody. You know, yeah. Shaft has these yeah. deep roots of the community. That's, that's right. But yeah. like So he wrote but he was, Rhymes in. But he was he was Buster Rhymes killed it in this movie. I largely because he, he just played job. himself. He did, I mean, he you, did you, a you, great yeah, job. How, how bad you gonna you can't mess up playing yourself. But but the thing is, is that like in the beginning, just even that phone call, like where you could just tell where he was like, he was like, I need a favor. He's like, no, like all yours, you know, all your favors is 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 is, is uh, used up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, was, and then uh, and then after what he was like. Chaps is like, come on, man, you know, and then he's like, all right, you know, he's like, all right, dog, I'll be there. You know, it was just so funny seeing that switch of, like, you know, I'm not going to do it, but we all know you really are going to do it because mm-hmm. of that relationship. And then everything he was saying in the movie, all his little lines, like when the, when the judge uh, was hearing the attorney's talk. And Buster Rhymes was in the back, like, talk about the people. <laughs> you know, it, was, oh, it was so good. Oh, so good. Oh, th- this is oh. another one. It was like the writing, yeah. the casting, mm-hmm. the portrayals. I mean, it was just, I would not change any bit of this movie. I stay wanting to go and change a little nugget of a movie. I would not change any bit of this movie. I thought it was just perfect everything and y'all that was john singleton okay that's why it was so good okay john singleton is great oh batman's what's batman's name again uh oh yeah um and who who played the bad guy in this i can't believe it and you know and the you know who you know who played the mom who played the mom was the um I know her from Carmen, Carmen San Diego. Diego. <laughs> <laughs> she did not have Gosh. many lines in this movie, if any, but she was pivotal because the look of satisfaction on her face when she shot him, mm. baby, it was Where something in that the world is Carmen. You were Christian Bell. Thank oh. you. I almost found it. Yeah, Christian. Yeah, Christian Bell. Yeah. Um, he played. The perfect. Oh, he was so perfect. I mean, I hated that dude in this movie. Like, oh, like he, he was, he was just so good. But it was just so good. It was, it was just like Buster Rhymes played the perfect side character without perfect. trying, without trying to overcome. You know the whole movie. He yeah. just played it. He stole the show by by 
having his small contribution just be so perfect. Mm -hmm. Christian Bell was a great antagonist as well, man. Like, just how mad he was, just that spoiled, Mm. entitled, just, you know, it even but then, but like with any antagonist, you get to see the levels to his character and as to why he was so upset and entitled and spoiled. You're like, you they do a good job of making you feel a little bad for him, even though you hate him. You're like, oh, your daddy don't really care about you, he's dating someone, right? He's the fiance to someone that is your age, probably. And and they were just ready to ship you off again out of the country just to not deal with the issue, which is something you could just kind of tell the person that actually left him, who was his mom, has passed away. Mm -hmm. And so there may be some acting out there, but just how they make people like his character layered. Yeah, they spent the time. Everybody was layered, even the... um, The the witness who was um, played by Tony Collette, she played yes. Diane Palmieri, the person who um, actually witnessed Christian Bale. Um, the character he played was named Walter Wade. She witnessed Walter Wade murder Trey Howard, who was played by Mackay Pfeiffer. And um, Tony Collette, man, she played the H-E-double hockey sticks out of that role. She and they made so her well. complex. We got a chance to see her like she had a depth of family dynamic and you know did y'all, the, did y'all ever see about a boy yes yeah okay. I so, so good long, oh but that, i love that that's movie. in one of my it's, it's in my top 20 definitely I, that is another oh, wow. really well done movie but, but but i'm just saying she like she's very just, good it, yeah she's very good as a as she because she has a very dramatic role in that movie but I've seen her do comedic things as well. Oh, she's and I, very good. And, you, just, and there's this other show. She, did you ever see her show, The United States of Tara? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, she plays a schizophrenic woman with multiple personalities, and each one has a unique personality. She plays them all. It's so good. She's just excellent. Wow. Well, she did a she did a bang up job. Yeah, she did a great job. She, I mean, she definitely um, channeled that fear and that terror mm-hmm. and even of being though- on the run for two years for two years mm-hmm. so the story was that she actually she took money from the bad guy's family um from mm-hmm. walter wade's family to just be quiet and to hide and to go away and that's what she did and so by the time Yo, shaft finds her to mention how much that money was how they much only was? Gave, I think it was like a hundred thousand dollars. But yeah, she I, didn't get. But she didn't get the whole hundred. It was so. It was such a. It was fifty. It was, it, was, it, was, it was only fifty because she, she didn't go get the second fifty. Exactly. So it, was, it wasn't even it, but it wasn't even a whole hundred, y'all. This rich, wealthy. I sent you on a private jet out of the country for two years. Family gave her keep your mouth shut for a hundred thousand dollars and then only gave the 50 y'all yeah yeah the 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 nuances to some of these movies are like it just shows you to have and have not what they can do and and we have to talk about the the original impetus for the fight and please correct me if i'm misremembering this but i think makai pfeiffer's character was with white women was that what it was so he was, was on a date. He was on a date with a white woman. And that's what it was. was. A white couple. And so this, th- what I appreciated. So 
in, in general, this movie did a great job of honoring what the Shaft original friend, the, the original Shaft character was all about. Yeah. And, and doing things like in the same way we were just talking about in Shaft in Africa, the way they took the opportunity to talk about female, um, you know, what is it called? Um, female um, circumcision. Thank you. Um, the way that they find they were creating opportunities to talk about these things that the community, the black community needed to be talking about. This was a black man that got, you know, killed, lynched, you know, um, yep. by a white man um, who had been frankly just picking at him because he was with a white woman. And yep. so I love that. I love that. I was like, they just did such a good job of, of making this movie about the things that the original Shaft movies were about. And it was really about the community seeking justice. You and know, the, and, 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 and that, you know, that mama the, got that justice at the end. And the oh, other, other, other thing is that they made it realistic. A lot of times in um, racism movies, like Bill Burr, uh, Bill Burr talked, he has this great bit where he talks about how he's running out of white guilt. <laughs> Hold on, sorry. But he's just talking about how, you know, the progression from like where it all started, like roots, where he said, you know, just white people, he was like, we couldn't even watch the screen. You know, it's like, oh my God, are they still hitting it? Like, we couldn't even watch the screen. (laughs) And then he said, and then he was giving examples of the, you know, all these awful things. Right, the, the the black civil rights movies, and it, it was like, but then they were, and then he started talking about the uh, movie where they were uh, swimmers, <laughs> and he was like, you know, where they were swimmers. Yeah, they were swimmers. There was a, it was a black swim team. And, uh, oh, oh, and, yeah. uh, okay. and he, he was just making the joke, but the point he was making it was like, you know, and I gotta be honest, I'm you know, kind of starting not to care anymore. You know, he's like, I've never. See somebody like trying to stop somebody from getting in the pool. Anyway, I, I'm gonna send you all the link because basically he's, the way he's describing it is that a lot of the times, even though racism is a real thing, a lot of times we'll in movies for it to be a movie, it has to be hyped up in yeah. in a way that might not necessarily it, it didn't manifest that way in real life necessarily you gotta hype it up because it was a movie and i feel like this one it was where they got it right i feel like they got it right the the uh portrayal of the racism wasn't subtle but it wasn't over it was current day it was it was the way it plays out in 2000 you can actually you can actually see somebody because i mean we all grew up in pittsburgh and you can see somebody even though it wouldn't happen a lot but you can see somebody like him who yep. grew up spoiled totally we up, know those people rich grew up you know and then the mom died and then you know the, the mom got replaced and he's just mad he just doesn't even know yeah. where to put it and his life has never given him any checks and balances and so he doesn't nope. even know how like he just literally has no consequences in his life so he does whatever he wants to do we all know day, those people all, all day long all oh day yeah long. we know those people he does and, and so and i just this, felt like that was great i think it's important as well to say that 
you know, Makai Pfeiffer's character was was like, okay, so we're going back and forth. You've embarrassed me in the restaurant. Made, you know, now I'm going to do the same and then I get back at you. Hopefully we're done. But even so, he, so he, he goes, he cuts... He couldn't even stop. Makai Pfeiffer's character goes and cuts holes in a white napkin and puts it over top of the the bad guy's head and makes him look like a KKK member. To that, his friends start laughing at him. And you know, the whole the whole like restaurant is like, yeah, get him. Because how he's being is unnecessary. And, and well, honestly, Makai Pfeiffer still, oh, oh, still in his anger because as a black person, you can't fully express in that moment what you're actually feeling. He goes outside to continue to take the steam off of being upset about this. Has a smoke. He's just out there minding his business, helping his anger to come down so he can walk back in. And that's when the 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 killer comes out and hits him, picks up uh, the silver pole and busts him in the head. Out of him, he did that to him out of embarrassment. He he 100%. killed this man only because he was embarrassed. And that was and, it. And, and, and honestly, I feel like that was a, um, a, lesson, was, in of, was... a lesson in and of itself that mm-hmm. you have choices to make yep. in those kind of circumstances. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it's a lesson of there's sometimes to walk away, there's sometimes to engage, but I don't believe that there's a time to halfway engage. So it's mm-hmm. like, like if you're, my lesson I took from that is if you're willing, it, it, like if you're going to take it there, then you need to take it there until it's done. Like don't take See, it there. I, yeah, I thought Mackay Pfeiffer was really de-escalating though. I really thought he had handled it in a way that was de-escalating. Yeah. He was, he was until he. The napkin. Yeah, I mean, he, he, yeah, you know, like like that. Yeah, that you know, that was an I mean, escalation. That, yeah, that, that was that, and and not just a small one. I mean, that's a pretty big escalation. And I'm not even saying that, you know, whether or not he should have did it could be another conversation. I'm just saying, if like there are certain arenas that if you're going to step into this arena, you can't just walk outside. And smoke a cigarette with with your back to the you like totally that. totally like, and you like, know what else you you're you're a black man with with a white woman you're sat you're signing up for a couple in of a things. white restaurant yeah but I I understand I get what y'all are saying but y'all no he it was, was it was, talking about totally Henny and all the he was he was saying stereotypes to him all Makai Pfeiffer did was say a stereotype to him. Like, but I, but, but Makai Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer made it physical though, and um, mm. I'm just I, I I'm just saying I'm not saying whether or not he did it. I'm just well, saying it's, it's one of these things where it's once again as a as a person of color you end up having you you have to have a level of not fear. a black person not a person of color a black person let's as a black man you do have let's to have a level you you have to let go of some of your autonomy in these situations you just you do, do if you decide and to that's go into them. I get totally that. i get that and you know what i i want to point out one other really important thing in this movie and then i can introduce the um you know next movie really quickly so, so 
John Schaff, there was a quote that I wrote down. And listen, I want to let y'all know, I wrote it in pen. It is not neat. So I don't know if it's exactly the right quote, but it, it's important because it is about how the system was not going to bring this man to justice. And it was the thing that made John Schaff quit. And he said, um, I remember taking that job thinking I could fight the good fight from the inside. And you telling me about the problems, that color thing, too black for the uniform, too blue for the brothers. Mm. Justice gets tangled up. How justice gets caught up in red tape or just bought out by the green. Fuck that job. Fuck the badge. Mm. Yeah, I mean. Powerful. 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 Well written. I mean, come on. It's mm-hmm. like justice gets caught up in red tape or just bought off by the green. Come on. Yeah. That's so I, I, good. It was I, I it was love. still it was still like some of that classic shaft movie type Yeah, movie. it's like come on, baby oh, boo. Oh no, this this baby was boo. <laughs> this baby was. boo. Baby boo, fuck that badge, baby boo. <laughs> it's my du- it's my duty to please that boo. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna tell you like look. Totally. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you like this. I love that movie. I love all the I love all the people in Endless parts. I love when um, he was in jail. And he was like, "True, like golf, cargo <laughs> <laughs> woos." I like him. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that he was so good. I mean, if if there was, I'm, and I'm sure if I do the Google search, there would be something like a listing of like the best bad guys of all time. And, but I don't, I just got to say, in terms of my movie watching experiences, in terms of a bad guy where you're like rooting for him, yet you hate him. It's like, because he's complicated, but he's awful. And you want him to lose, but you want him to win. It is just, I just thought he did such a good job of bringing nuance to that character. It was just so good. Another color, like a a community, the Latinx community, them being in a situation where he's, but his thing to him was, listen, get me into those spaces so I can get some rich white people to Mm -hmm. be my customers. Right. You're like, that's a a good business plan. That's a good business plan. Like, And but here's the thing though, here's the arrogance of this this character. He's he you come to his house in his hood, and you're telling this drug this this oh this uh, the important drug person no I'm not gonna do this thing for for you. Arrogance, like, arrogance yo, again. Yo, you're in his hood in his territory in his apartment telling him no i'm not gonna do this for you but that's what his life his life has told him i was like his life has told him he can have whatever he wants exactly i was like this is so good right now yeah (laughs) yeah and you know so i wish we we need to move on but we didn't we didn't even talk about um vanessa williams as his as his partner, but she also did, I thought, a very good job. Yes. And she um, wasn't sexy in this part and this role no, at all. Not at all. And I, I appreciated that. And 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 it's relevant for the next movie too, that as they modernize the movies, they did take away some of those tropes that are problematic in current day. They did not have Samuel Jackson as some they didn't show him as like a huge womanizer, you mm-hmm. know, uh, which I appreciated. So the things that would have made him 
more problematic. They didn't do a whole lot of that in in this in Shaft two the two thousand. I mean, they did they did show him being a a womanizer. I would say. Did I they? Mean, yeah, because like <clears throat> the um, you know, like how the bartender uh when he was at his surprise birthday party, you know what I'm saying and. But it was only one. But that was the only one, though, and and they they I don't remember anybody else. And they seem to have been like a, like. Well, he was also, he also was messing with LT's wife before they got married. That was another. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, that's how he pushed him in. Yeah, but that was like yeah. the so, history. But so it was, the, but I still felt it was different from like he's now sleep, like they didn't show him like sleeping with all. Oh, okay, women. okay, got you. Okay, got you. You know, gotcha. and and, okay. and, and, and also okay. it was these women owning their sexuality because she was inviting him to her apartment. So you coming through? <laughs> okay. Well, like, the women, the women in the Shaft early movies were also owning their sexuality. Yes. I gotta say, some of them. Um, I mean, but let's get, let's move so. on. We got We got to oh, get yeah, to the yeah, last yeah, one. We got. We got to get done. Yeah, sorry guys. The, so, so the last one we meet essentially Shaft the third, right? Because and his name is actually <laughs> his name is JJ, and the backstory is that he has not, you know, he doesn't like have a relationship with his father Samuel Jackson and his mother who is played by Regina Hall um, I love her yeah she's and amazing she, and she she's she amazing. Is, she's John Shaft so we we actually know that Samuel Jackson Shaft actually was married because he's because because this is Regina Hall is his ex-wife so this is why he's a complicated man you know so um she actually <laughs> JJ, she she moved him. She moved him out of the city. She moved him out of the city because he um, she watched. Um, there was too much violence related to watching her husband Samuel Jackson do his job. And after um, she and Shaft and baby JJ survived an assassination attempt, she she took him out of the city and that is when her relationship with shaft ended with, with samuel jackson shaft ended so in this movie you know jj is a grown man and he um is just like his father and his grandfather he's still attracted to crime fighting but it's different because he's actually an analyst um with the fbi so he's more kind of like using his a computer to fight crime you know than, <laughs> than his, he's a graduate of mit <laughs> right right and so what ends up happening is that a good friend of his um is a childhood friend of his who's actually a former u.s army soldier um you know that he they there's the story is that he died because of an overdose but JJ says that can't possibly be why he died. Um, and he feels like his friend has been murdered. And so he starts to investigate and we start to see his shaftness starting to come out. So he starts to investigate and long story short, he, he discovers that he cannot be an FBI analyst and, 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 and investigate this the way it needs to be investigated. And so he does end up reaching out to his father, to Samuel Jackson for help. And Samuel Jackson and JJ end up uncovering that there's basically a mosque that is, um, it's, it was, it's, it's, a, it's a drug ring masquerading as a mosque. And, um, and, and the best friend and JJ's best friend was uncovering that. And that's actually how he got murdered. And along the way, 
um, Samuel Jackson actually brings in his father, Richard Roundtree. And that's something I loved about this movie, that it was all three of the shafts all together by the end, mm -hmm. um, working to bring this case, to, to wrap this case. So those are the main things I remember about that movie. Did I miss any parts <laughs> of the movie? I mean, you missed most of the parts, but I think it's okay. Because <laughs> high more, level. It was high you know, level. It, yeah, yeah, it was, it was Just different. to get the gist. And uh, I'm going to tell you, well, you did that. You did that. You got the gist. But I'm going to tell you, this movie, this movie. Um, Aubrey, I am so surprised that you like this movie. Oh, uh, no, I don't like this movie. I love, oh. I love Sean. Because. I really love this, huh? But but why? Why? I mean, what, I'm what, what, I'm what surprised. I'm just I'm just curious. What, what would I not like about it? Yeah. I thought that you would think it was corny. I I, I, I mean, what, like I what? Thought that you thought it was corny. Like what part? What part? Like, I don't what? I don't know. I just thought that I felt like just the feel of the movie that you wouldn't be like into it. I did, I mean, I just it did it just surprised no, me maybe because uh, of the character was did, did, like. Or this even is, here he talked so passionately about Shaft in 2000. I was like, oh, he really liked that movie. Oh, no, I love and Shaft. And maybe I've just I've, never I've, heard you talk I've about it. I've seen that movie so much because, I, I mean, you know, I mean, Peoples is just, I I could just watch all the people's quotes from that old movie strung together. <laughs> so and be happy. Good. But But anyway, um, this one I thought was so good because, and it didn't get great reviews. But I felt like people were trying to take it too seriously. There's certain movies that are just supposed to be fun. And yeah. this was just a fun movie, man. Totally. Like, 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 like just seeing him. And I'll be so curious to see where they take JJ. If they Well, bro, um, I got I gotta tell you, it only so the budget for the movie was 30 to 35 million, and it only made 21.4. Oh, no, that's done. That's done, man. So, I don't know if we're no, going to no, get no. another one. No, yeah, no, I can already tell you, you're not, you're not getting another shot. Unless, unless somebody just, there's, you're not getting another shot. Like that, how that, they that, pick that, up bad boys. Yeah. Bad but bad you know boys, what, they should have, they should have, they should have let. never, never not made money. They no, I'm not let saying, I, I'm just, I'm it. just saying, I'm just using the example of if mm. someone picks it up later. Yeah. It does something to it. That's yeah. all, that was my only statement for that. Yeah, Shaft, in, Shaft in 2000 was, it was, the story was by John Singleton, screenplay John Singleton, produced, directed John Singleton. And that is the one that brought in the 107. This one, why didn't they get John Singleton back? You know, it's like they did. But didn't. I also, I also think that it was the character. It's Kenya Barris. Kenya Barris did the screenplay. You right. know, and it's um, produced by John Davis, directed by Tim Story. So the, they didn't keep the secret sauce. They, but the other part of that is they got an actor that wasn't extremely notable, which I can appreciate. They got someone younger. I know him from Stars, a show that was on Stars, but he wasn't someone that was no. famous. Yeah, and then and then also I think that it took us out of the normal Shaft character that everyone is used to. I mean, I think that a lot of people were dumb and they didn't like that, which I thought was dumb, but whatever. Yeah, it, I thought, it, might, it, might, I thought it, might, it was a good movie. It might, it might have been, you know, I, I don't know. I will have to talk to somebody who didn't like it. But but, I, but I, I'll say that even me, 
Um, I liked it. I loved how yeah, me too. They have. They're all very shaft. They're all but, very shaft. But mm-hmm. but but they're all shaft in their own way. Yeah. And like, cause like, let's say they had another movie. I could see them going into the whole. If they wanted to, they could go to the womanizer trope with him. But I would prefer to see him like get Do married. His way. Get yeah. married to the um to the main girl from this. The movie. girl that was a doctor, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because because that would be funny to see the conflict in you know the previous chefs. To, you know, just like I, that conflict between yo, is this my son? That was funny to me. Like like yeah. that yeah. was funny to me. And then you could see like no, that is his son. Like what they did. The the uh, Samuel L. Jackson gun shootout, and then right after that, you know, um, they had him do his shootout where he just or like when he was fighting, and yeah. uh, he, yeah. he knew how to take care of himself. And I, I would, I think the way I would like to see a movie. I mean, there's so many things you could do after that. Mm-hmm. So it's unfortunate that we'll probably never see and that's a just, sequel. And it's too bad because that the 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 newest guy. Um, Jesse Usher, uh, basically Shaft the Third, he really hasn't had his own movie because the Shaft of 2019, it was still Samuel Jackson at the front of the movie poster. Mm -hmm. They were still Mm -hmm. advertising it. This was a Samuel Jackson movie. Now, the way the storyline started, it's centered around Shaft the Third. But this was advertised as a Samuel Jackson movie. And so that to me could have been enough for it to get Another, yet another, like a third one, you know, um, with with the new with the new shafts. Um, so it's too bad because now Jesse too Usher bad. might not he might not get one where he gets to be yeah. the lead shaft. Yeah, it's which will be too bad because I thought he did a good job. I thought the movie he did was do really a great funny. job. He's a great actor. I, I, I a great the, actor. They, I thought the movie. Job. I thought the movie was funny, and I thought that. Um, I thought the movie was very funny. Mm-hmm. And I thought that the way they had the chemistry between all of them yeah. was good. And I I like the action scenes. Mm-hmm. I like the... Uh, like, they still had women in here that were not passive. Yep. The, Regina King's character, I mean, Regina Hall's character, whenever her when she was on a date with that guy. <laughs> yeah. He was acting like a little punk and he was screaming. She was like, what? <laughs> I, like, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. She I did just, a good job. That was. She that, did a good that, job. that was. So I love that part love because her. because women don't admit this uh, that fight that battle that she was having, and I love how they showed it. I love how they showed that battle in her head because with her mind, she's like, no, this is a good guy. He's here <laughs> on time. He's clean cut. He smells good. He is. This is a nice man. He's looking for a nice woman. And you but know what? You, because she lived the Shaft, other life. She watched. She watched somebody try to kill her son. You know what I mean? She yeah. lived in that other extreme. And I just think she's like, I, but, 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 you're, but you're dumb about, if you don't learn your lesson. But I, but I'm talking about even in that moment because right after she got done struggling with 
this dude, she sees Shaft up in here wrecking shop. You know what I'm saying? Like, like she sees Shaft in here wrecking shop. And, and like, with all her mind, she wants to not be attracted to this. Yeah. But, but, but even Shaft is like, gunfights don't turn you up, don't they? <laughs> she was like, why are you saying that? Them hard ass nipples. <laughs> and you know, she's like, what? You know, like, it's, it's just, it's just funny because yeah, I feel like that's remember. a real, yeah. I feel like that's a real battle that a lot of women go through because like you could be sitting in front of this guy that checks all the boxes, but, and you can make a conscious decision to like, I am going to be with this guy. But then that other dude who just, he just ignites something. That's just a funny thing. Also, I feel like Shaft was her first love. So yeah. that that's a that's another part of it. Totally. I think so and for I like you, that bro, they for that you, bro, you're 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 not gonna see that. But as a woman, you see that this is also but did, her they, first did they say love. that? They did. I mean they they basically that, showed that because it was basically that. it was nineteen eighty nine where the shootout happened. Um so they were young. This was young. young. This was young Samuel Jackson and yeah. Regina Hall with their baby. And then it was 2007 when Shaft quit the police. And then 2012 is when his son started college. So I like the way they clarified the time. So yeah, they were young, bro. They, you know, if it wasn't her first love, it was, it was a young love. But I also think that this is something that happens with women in that circumstance where you're getting with someone and your hope is that in, and I will, I'm not an advocate for dating for potential. But your hope is that, okay, we have a child now. You're out of this life. Like, this is not what you're doing anymore because you have extra responsibility. And he, she realized that that is not what he was going to do. This is who Shaft is. He will always be this person. That is fine. But my child, I will not be risking his life for this man. I have to move him out of this circumstance. And, and, and that that's what I think her character is. But also with that, she's from the hood too. She's a ride or die. That's what she was like, fighting as well. This is a good dude. But it's like, no, in the inside, I'm gangster too. Like, And even with um, the MIT shaft, his girl, she carried the gun. And he's like, I don't like guns. She was like, I thought you didn't like guns. He was like, I don't. I mean, I don't know how to and shoot then, them. You right. know? <laughs> that would sound good. And she was in love. But, but, uh, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, look at, but look at her too. That was yeah, another example thing. Same of, thing. It's the same thing, and I, you know, but you I know, know what? It, it's complicated. It's complicated. It's complicated. It, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, and I know in advance that this is not true, and no women that you ever met deal with this. But I'm saying, in things no, I've we seen, do, don't do us like it, that. It, we it, do it, not say that. It, it, <laughs> it, it, in, in experiences I've had, that's just an interesting. Um, it's, it's very real. It's very it's, real. It's, it's very real. I and, mean, they, and I think they did a funny job of. They did. Of, of, of highlighting it. Of highlighting and I, it. I have to share one quote I did write down from this one. Because sometimes when a nugget is just so good, you just got to write it down. Um, so his, his, I think it was his son who was, who was talking about Samuel Jackson. And he was like, he thinks he's James Bond. 
And then, and then Samuel Jackson said, if that guy was real, he'd think he was me. <laughs> I was like, this is so good to me in my soul. I just love that. I just love that. If that guy was real, he'd think he was me. Drop the mic. We're done. We're done now with this recap. Oh my gosh, y'all. I, this has been so much fun. Mm-hmm. I have to, though now we have to say, we have reviewed five movies. That's a lot. Ooh. We have reviewed five That's a movies lot. that span from 1971 to 2019. And will you give the Shaft franchise your afro? Yes. I am giving a full picked out Angela Davis afro. Me too. And I'm giving one that has been picked out with a wooden comb. Picked out <laughs> nice and neat. You get my Afro Shaft franchise. Listen, I am giving a giant black fist Afro <laughs> to this whole franchise. I'd watch, I'd watch them again. Yeah. I'd definitely so watch good. them. So good. And I would again. recommend them. I would recommend them. Even to people who aren't Absolutely. necessarily action movie fans. Yeah. I still think they're all really worth watching. And, so. and one thing I do want to say that they put in the movies is how Shaft likes to walk in the traffic. <laughs> they put that at all the movies how Shaft will walk in the traffic and now wait for it to stop <laughs> it was in all of the movies just walking up the middle of the street yeah they that's def- how bad Shaft is they did a good oh, and job all, and all three of them did it at the end of the, the last year yeah. with their, with their long jacket They and Brittany they all again fall winter wardrobe listen long leather jacket <laughs> first of all Shaft is, so too cool. good. Shaft is too cool to ever get hot that's so true. The seasons wish they could adjust his temperature. Nice try, seasons. Oh, That's so true. good. All right. He makes, well, he makes outside hot or cold, depending oh, on how, he, how he's feeling. Well, you know, ooh. you know, you can see he's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Down. And I think we'll end on that <laughs> note. Thank you, everybody, right. for listening. Bye, you guys. Bye. See you next y'all, time. Y'all never, y'all just don't do it unless I ask you to do it. Oh, oh we always forget. <laughs> oh, wait, we need to tell them what we're doing next. Oh, yeah. The next one is actually the one we've been wanting. We, we, we were waiting to do it. And now it's finally our big chance. We're going to recap Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. <laughs> All right. It is Sounds a musical good. from 1954. Let's do it. Let's do it. We went from okay. an all-black, blackity-black movie to what's happening here. <laughs> well, I'm going to let you know, even though I've seen it 53 or 147 times, I'm still going to watch it again. Me too. Absolutely. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. I'll be ready. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.